0: Welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Yeah. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it, from performing athletes flashy new gear and secret guacamole recipes yummy we've got you covered bro do you have questions we want to find answers want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure cool so do we now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral the supercast the supercast starts now
1: Well, it's Tuesday.
2: Good morning, Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the supercast. I'm Leah Huntsley,
1: and as always, I'm Jacob Bosecker, Leah yeah
2: how's the life? it's going. It's going along, chugging along, getting ready for our trip this weekend.
1: so yeah, so you're on the road. you're up with your your alpha alpha fam,
2: yeah, my alpha family we are taking on a um. An obstacle course race in Tennessee outside of Gatlinburg um, called Hardship Hill OCR. I don't really know a whole lot about it other than the fact that it's a cool place. Yeah, it's like it's a two and a half mile course with 30 something obstacles. Um, It's it's, been a while since I've heard of something like that. I know, right? In the little smokies. So, um, and little smokies, but that's hot dogs. Smoky Mountains.
1: <laughs> the little smokies. It's the re- I want the re- regular size smokies, okay, Leah? Oh like, goodness. we're looking at a regular size smoky. You know where scenario. my mind
2: is. Goodness sakes. Okay, so it's not in hot dog land. It is in um, the For smoky any mountains. Any of the followers
1: out here who are listening <laughs> to this and grew up on little smokies or like, um,
2: smoky little links. smokies and corn did you dogs? you
1: smoky links when you were a kid?
2: Well, little we did smokies little smokies and-, smokies and corn dogs. <laughs>
1: See, no growing baby. up, we had um, mm-hmm. we would have um, smoky links for breakfast, and that was like uh, our sausages.
2: Oh, okay. No, we only ate them like the only time we ever really had little smokies was when like we were being fancy and either having like people over. Yeah, yeah, yeah around the holidays for, like, or something. You'd have some yeah,
1: little yeah. <laughs> we would have we would have uh, smoky links for breakfast with our eggs, and we'd call them pokey dinks.
2: Well, there you um, go. That
1: and that so, is that is the most Midwestern thing I think I could is possibly so say about.
2: <laughs> so now I am officially okay. racing in hot dog land this weekend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a two and a half mile course with 34 obstacles. Okay. And so when and it's a relay. Um it's a six okay. hour long relay. So okay. when we originally signed up for it, I think we were all just kind of expecting like you know, like a little trail run through the mountains and, you know, your occasional, like, natural obstacle. Yeah. Um, We got the obstacle list, and I don't think any of us were expecting what it is. So stay tuned. I'm I'm excited to see what, what it's going to be. You're going to get some we'll videos see. and footage for us? Um, well, we'll see. I'll be racing for six hours, so I'm not really sure. We'll see. Okay, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see some stuff here on this guy because it sounds fun because it's it, – I love seeing weird shit like this and things yeah. people throw together. Yeah.
2: It's, it's random, it's weird, and it benefits Operation Enduring Warrior. So We like those guys. We do love those guys, so I'll, it'll be fun in, in hot dog land. What about you? Any big plans?
1: Not really this weekend. I'm probably going to try to take it easy because the following weekend I'm going to do something stupid. So
2: mm, You've been preparing we, to be stupid, so we'll see. I've been
1: preparing to be stupid. So if anybody's a follower of me and kind of my running that I do on Strava, uh, I piece together about 15 miles <laughs> – last weekend and -hmm. then i ran another half after that because i felt like a glutton for punishment my my hips kind of mad at me for that but i am going to try to do the tecumseh trail yeah in its entirety so i've reached out to councils i've reached out to running communities um i ran let me see here what does it say marker 14 is it mile 20 Then i went down to mile marker 20 so, yeah, I did easily, yeah, about 15 miles of Tecumseh Trail. And the, the whole weekend. trail is how long? 42.
2: Okay, so 42. two weekends you're going to do that?
1: Two weekends, that's my hope, Um, if, if the weather cooperates. So it's starting to get cool here in Indiana.
2: Mm-hmm. Woke up
1: this morning, it was 45, which is actually, like, for me, like, prime.
2: Yeah, like it's a little some... bit chilly for me, but...
1: I can do 45. If it's dry, I can do 45. Easy.
2: I'm but a on big fan of like
1: good. upper 50s, lower 60s. Yeah, it's a little cool, but like this is the time I want to start getting it together. Um, right, right. It, but like for Indiana, it's actually got probably one of the steepest climbs I've done out here that nobody really talks about called uh, Hiking Hill. Um, but I've got a really nice map now. And then also my friend um, Tyler is looking to do the longest trail in Indiana, I think. Um, okay. Point to point. But I don't know if he's going to do it this year. He's trying to get it to get together because he's planning to go to Flagstaff here soon. Um,
2: okay.
1: And it's like 52 miles with 7,000 elevation, which is something for Indiana.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. No doubt.
1: Um, so. But, yeah, before we jump into this week's episode, Leah. Yeah? How you feel this... about that venga this weekend on a six-hour
2: um, yeah, pictures. so Vanga is definitely coming with me this weekend. This episode, as always, is brought to you by our good friends over at Vanga CBD, the only endurance, um, the only CBD made by endurance athletes, for endurance athletes. Um, there are actually four new awesome products on the market, gel caps, balm, gummies, and an energy drink. So you can pretty much get your CBD in any w- way you want, whether it be from the inside out or the outside in. Um, I will definitely be using my gummies this weekend on that six hour venture. Um, I and if you have gummies. not already checked them out, please do so at vangaCBD.com and save 15% off with code broCR.
1: It's a great product. It's great people. Um, check it out. I, you know, we've talked about it before, but using something for pain management on these long runs where you're out there for six hours plus mm-hmm. I'll be using it on my run. I'm sure Leah's going to like Leah said she's going to be using it on her run. Um, great product. Check them out guys. Um, without further ado, though, we've got a fun episode
2: here. Yeah, so we're sitting here talking about endurance, but our episode is the opposite Hot of nasty, endurance. Baby. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are discussing the short, the fan, fast, and fun DECA fit. Um, the, we the, the, the DECA fit. Have, yeah, we've talked about them in the past. And, you know, DECA is kind of like this big rolling boulder that was building and building momentum before COVID. And then right as Things it was about weird. to hit, well, well right put as we put behind to enjoy anything, it? Oh, for
1: sure. <laughs> and he's going to hype it like crazy.
2: Yeah, right as it was about to hit and we were going to enjoy it, then COVID hit and everything got put on hold, um, but we started seeing some mumblings about DECA, and so we wanted to bring our friend Yancey back on and catch up.
1: Before anything, before we go into this, and also we've got after Yancey. I get mm-hmm. to sit down with Dustin Webb, and we get to talk about how they're going to be putting on a deca mile at his gym. But they're also going to be doing some cool stuff there. Um, a first of its kind there. And we'll, we'll leave Dustin to get to talk about it in his.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I, I want to give it to Yancey right now. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's one guy that, like, never shuts down. Th- if there's one guy who, like. <laughs> Corona
2: out- can't get Yancey.
1: <laughs> dude, if there's one person, like. Like that has more energy than either of us, it's Yancey. No, like kidding. He is a ball of energy. And he's like, Well, we'll figure out a way to do this. And like, yeah, yeah,
2: talking to him. was activations.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, talking
2: to him was super fun. We divided and conquered on this episode. Oh my God. So, first up, you'll hear me talking to Yancey to talk about kind of the evolution of DECA and where it is now. And then you'll hear Jacob talking about from the other side of the gym owners putting on these events.
1: Okay, without further ado, let's kick it on over to that.
2: Alrighty, I am here back with one of our favorite friends here with the podcast, the ambassador of awesome, Yancy Colt. Welcome back, Yancy. Well, thank you for that intro. I I did not
3: pay her to say the ambassador of awesome. I
2: love that. Thank
3: you Uh, for that, my
2: friend. I figure that kind of works. I mean, you're doing awesome stuff every day and- you're kind of the gatekeeper. So, you know, I dub thee the ambassador.
3: <laughs> I'll I, I tell you what it is. I, I'm a, probably give mom and dad credit. I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, there is absolutely no reason not to pinch the life out of every single second that we get every single day. That's how I was raised. And I remember growing up as a kid and it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you'd be like, wait a second, did I do that three days ago or was that this morning? There was just so much Mm -hmm. activity going on. We just, we stayed super busy and I, I don't know life any other way. When I do relax, I have a blast relaxing with friends and family, but just normally it's go mode and I'm, I'm excited and I have the biggest smiles on my face when it is going, things are going 90 miles an hour.
2: I'm kind of the same way. I definitely thrive on activity and busy. And when there's nothing going on, I just have to find something to do because I feel like I'm just wasting time, you know?
3: Yeah. And when you work, when you work with Joe DeSinna, (laughs) when he was born, they threw the mold off the side of the cliff and it shattered. There's no creating, you can't duplicate that. It is, uh, I, I always say, you know, I, when I, when I give, get, when I do, uh, public speaking or i'm giving a graduation speech i'm like listen if i walk into a room of a thousand people the one given the one guarantee is you cannot outwork me you might match me but you cannot work me but let me tell you something joe is that
2: one person that holy shit i have no to try kidding. to keep up with him I, I, he you know, he has got his hands and a little bit of everything it seems like
3: yeah and he is on a he is on a radical mission and i I, we all, we all said at Spartans, like, wait a second, we, with no races, how did we find ourselves working twice as hard and, and just, so it was been, a, there was a lot of, I know we get, we're going to have a great opportunity to talk about some of the, mm-hmm. the pivots, the pivots that we, we made and it's, it's been a lot of fun, specifically, you know, DECA uh, and now what we call Spartan DECA and, mm-hmm. and I, I won't steal your thunder for any questions you want to ask, but man, what, what an, what an amazing six, seven months it been with with some of the fun fun pivoting that, that that we've made
2: well the last time we talked it was you know before all this craziness was going on and deca as we knew it to come was supposed to be coming with denver kicking off and you know we were all getting geared up for that that event and then obviously COVID struck and everything's kind of been canceled and put on hold now, we know that Spartan Races have all been canceled for 2020, but there seems to be still some mumblings going on with Deca and some transformations. What's the status of Deca at this point?
3: So, we we always knew, you know, take let's go back to December 2019, you, you know, you, with any th- any business that you and I would create today, if we don't have the ability to scale, you know, you're, you're at a certain point in time, you're just going to be somewhat dead in the water. Are you just you're going to be kind of you're going to you're going to fall flat at a certain point. And we had always talked about scaling plans. But really and truly, as you know, because we had several calls, January, February, March was all about or especially early March before COVID. It was all about the Super Bowl events. You know, the, the March 21st yeah. event in Denver Coliseum, a Denver Training Center, Football Training Center. And the moment that we got the we rug got ripped out from under um Actually I should I should let me try to really go, go back. About a week prior, and we really didn't know much about COVID if anything, mm-hmm. I'm sitting in Lifetime Fitness with with Jared Cogswell, our director of sport, and I was like, Man, I got this idea. And and we immediately got on the phone with with Joe and I'll be honest, it wasn't it wasn't it didn't sound as cool and mm-hmm. as and, and like we, we weren't as like radically Pressing like oh my gosh let's do this but Mm -hmm. we had a we had a phenomenal conversation that day about we didn't want to divert from March 21st of course and these other events that come up but it's like we talked about listen this very basic equipment you know we designed Mm -hmm. the 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 zone very basic equipment and most gyms have a lot of this equipment except for three (laughs) or four zones and if if we launched an affiliate program Mm-hmm. where if you have the equipment and you want to formally align with what we now call, we, we we rebranded a little bit. We're now Spartan Deca. So think of the Spartan helmet, the red helmet, and beside mm-hmm. that uppercase D E K A, that's our official brand now. So imagine formally aligning with that. And now what you get to do, you know, if you and I own a gym, Leah, what we get to do with that and I'll kind of walk you through the basics is we are able to completely gamify DECA inside our gyms with what we call a couple different activations. One, DECA strong, which is all of our zones without any running. So when Susie signs up today as a new member within the first week, you know, we we encourage, we want to get her DECA strong mark. And then we go to work. Not necessarily all about DECA, but we just, Susie, you commit to us three to four days a week and we're going to be able to move the fitness needle. And with this rudimentary test, You know, you did it in 32 minutes when you signed up that first week, remember? And every Mm -hmm. month, we're going to test. And and then periodically, you know, we're going to do group workouts and whatnot. And periodically, what we're going to do, and we've been doing these all over the country now. And this is why I've had an absolute blast the last couple of months, three months, because I've been traveling all over the country activating Strong and DecaMile events inside these brick-and-mortar facilities. Normally it's a deca strong with deck mile. You have to get outside a little bit for the running piece. But mm-hmm. so now the gym is activating this event every month or every quarter. And Spartan is actually, you know, we handle the registration for you. Um, we send your T-shirts out, the medals come and anywhere, the ones we've put on so far, anywhere from 50 to about 120 people show up. You have one, two, three lines of equipment, whatever you whatever you can afford,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: and now you're having a full day of fitness inside your your gym, and you know four or five days, sponsors are showing up, you know the beer tents are outside, blah blah blah. It's a it's a mini Spartan event on on the functional fitness side of things actually happening inside your gym. We have launched about okay. thirty of those so far. I don't know, if, I'm sure you've followed a little bit of my social media, yep, but absolutely you know, I'll give the slash fitness guys a lot of credit down in Delray beach there. They take everything to an insanely epic level, no matter what mm-hmm. they do. It's like DJ shows up and the disco lights are on it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's a blast right. and you know, so that's what we've been doing. And, and so then what starts to happen is Spartan doesn't have to be there. You know, Jared and I go to some of these to help make sure they're kind of kicking it off right and whatnot, but we're, we're, they're happening almost every weekend now. And, Mm-hmm. Spartan's not even there. It's a Spartan event inside your brick and mortar facility, and Spartan's just helping you host it from the we create the you know the visuals the the images, the marketing kick it right. out on social media. It lives the sign up and the event landing page lives on our our website and it's you know registration and on the day of is an active and it create it allows that gym owner this really cool formal celebration of fitness on a Saturday inside their gym. And that's just, that's really not ever been a thing uh, for the most part. So you're basically
2: describing two different things. One thing in which, you know, it's basically giving the gyms another assessment tool per se, where they can just do it on their own time. You know, Susie signs up for her membership at, you know, be fit gym and on her own with the single trainer, she goes through this, you know, DECA set thing and gets a mark and has her own score that she can then use on her own time to mm-hmm. train and and get better and then there's a separate component that sounds like it's more of these actual group events that will allow people to kind of come together and test together more or less so
3: yeah so the first it, right? time in Spart for the first time in Spartan history formal Spartan events going on without Spartan actually being there so when we talk about the scaling and mm-hmm. we know you know we have twelve and this is some kind of some cool insider information that I'll, I'll let you kick out to be the first to kick out is we do have 12 right now we're looking at 12 events in 2021 that we'll have scattered across the the United States. And the, these are the these are the deck of the deck of fit events, the 5K version, like, like we talked about several times,
2: the and, full big event that everybody was waiting for last year. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So what okay. what now starts to happen? Kind of what happened? You know, 10 years ago, there were no OCR gems for the most part. Right. Well, because of Spartan and Tough Mudder and Savage and all, all these this movement, OCR gems started popping up. Well, we're just kind of formalizing that a little more. So now mm-hmm. you get to train and test with purpose to improve your deck of strong mark and in some case your deck of my mark. And guess what? Once a year, we mm-hmm. come to a market that's driving distance from you and you get to go really celebrate on a bigger scale. There's obviously more running. But if we nice. if we if we advance five years down the road, obviously the amount of people that we can test inside brick and mortar gyms is mm-hmm. 50 times the amount we could ever test in our Super Bowl of Fitness event. So really and truly, what we're ultimately about, 99% of what Spartan Deca is about, mm-hmm. long term, is about what's happening inside those gyms and to have a test because this is what we talk about all the time. We just got off a call with a, with a ton of Spartan SGX uh, Fit Pros and. It's like, you know, really and truly, when you, Jared and I have 50 years of experience in the fitness world, just working with everyday Joe and Jane. And of course, I love training high level athletes, but that's what I did early on before Spartan. And really, what you find out is anywhere from 70 to 90% of the world, somewhere in that range, got through middle school, high school, college, everything. And they were never super competitive in anything. You know, yeah. a high school with 2000 people, there's only a couple hundred that are really playing all the sports or playing. Yeah, There's sports. only so
2: many sports and only so many people yeah. doing them. So when so many
3: people we learn, we, when we do the deck of strong tests inside these gyms is like, this is the first time I've ever really truly competed in anything. And they get that butter feeling for the first time. And what we've learned, and this is what Joe talked about in his dining table in De- December is like.
2: Man, it's been 10 years, and we've touched Mm -hmm. 7 million lives, but guess what, That's incredible when you think about it, really. I mean, the amount of people that have come through the Spartan doors, it's it's amazing. Do you know that China is 100% back to
3: normal operation right now, by the way? That's a little insider thing we just talked about, but uh, you may have already known that. But here's the thing. This is what's crazy about when you think about the 7 million number, Leah, is – 98 approximate percent of the world were never going to get to the mud and the barbed wire in the mountains they ain't gonna do it well yeah
2: i mean it doesn't appeal to everybody i mean to be honest there's you know there's there's people that that buy into that and there's people that would never really be exposed to it mm -hmm. but you know every city every county across america you're going to find gyms so you know obviously the the possibilities there for, for what you guys are trying to do here is, you know, almost overwhelming. I would think.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So we've tested well over a thousand inside Mm -hmm. gyms now, and we have a 90, give or take a 10th. We have a 99.2% completion percentage. And this is what's, I mean, we beat this up for, for two months. I Mm -hmm. mean, just like behind the scenes bar napkins, just beat it to pieces over Guys, we need something where if freaking, you know, we've if Nick Riker, who is Spartan Pro, he holds our record.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: if Nick Riker shows up, Spartan Pro, or this high level cross athlete shows up, it's a 13, 14 minute test that's going to turn your ass inside out. But if Lee and I own this gym and, and we pull a thousand people off the street, 99.2% mm-hmm. of them right now are going to be able to finish the DECA Strong assessment test inside our gym. Mm -hmm. And so now all of a sudden, ridiculously low barrier of entry and almost every person that's walking and breathing can do the test. But in the same arena, on the same day, in the same gym, this high level CrossFitter and Nick Riker can just
2: are sitting in the corner about to die. To have something that can appeal to the broad spectrum of athletes and want to be athletes and professional athletes. I mean, I think that's that's where obviously the longevity comes in, you know? Yeah,
3: yeah. So that's been the fun, that's been the fun pivot we have. If you go to DECA.fit right now, you'll see, and you go to events, you'll see there's probably, I mean, anybody that wants to try the DECA Strong and or DECA Mm -hmm. Mile, there's, look, there's a few more that are out east right now. We do have Mm -hmm. one coming up in Lake Havasu of all places, a super cool gym there. Mm -hmm. Um, But, so we are getting out west, but, there's events scattered all over the country at Deca Fit on the events page, and these are all events where you go in and you earn your Deca Stronger Deca Mile mark in a very, in a very formal race setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then you get to populate our leaderboard, which allows you to kind of filter where you stand in your age group and overall, and uh, mm-hmm. you know filter it from male to female. And the key thing is those leaderboards will always. Stay consistent. Where if we have a new gym in Senegal, for example, of all in mm-hmm. Africa, and right. you know, if you t- if you earn your Strong mark in Senegal and then you earn your Strong mark in Florida, it's the it's the same setup. The standards are identical. We actually have a certification referee certification program uh, for any, anybody that signs up as an affiliate, which is a ninety nine dollar a month affiliate fee. Um, it's what's so fun that they're realizing though they put on one event and they've paid for their membership for like two to three years. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But uh, yes, we have a formal re- referee certification program. As you and I've talked, and I know this is impor- very important for you. So you'll see great value in this as we,
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's very, very important to, to legitimize the marks where, you know, we don't allow any mark. Susie can't just come in tonight and go set it up and test her own mark and plug it into the leaderboard. You know, the, the, the certified fit pro and the gym owner and, or the gym owner, is the only person that actually has access to to populate so it's not bulletproof but it's got some fail safes in place to where right you know and what our plan is for 2021 you probably saw our open this year but so picture 2021 spartan deca open and let's say we have 350 paying affiliates now where just like in kind of crossfit fashion but a little different now we have 350 facilities where you can go and actually compete in the Deca Strong a Deca Strong open which is the Deca Strong. How fast right. you can go in on camera it's got to be videoed and you go through and get your mark in 15 minutes and 47 seconds that gets submitted and that's actually your open score. So we have a lot of fun things on the on the horizon
2: that we're you know, it almost sounds a like a, a competitor here to CrossFit and what they've created. And I think that what's really awesome, and yeah, I think we talked before about, you know, my personal favorite aspect of this kind of program is the fact that it is, you know, so standardized. You know, like you said, you can test in Africa, you can test in New York, you can test in California, and everybody's doing the same thing as opposed to say Spartan where someone's running a beast in you know mm-hmm. Temecula versus a beast in Florida and you know a beast in Colorado and although they're all quote beasts they're all very different so it's hard to to see mm-hmm. where you rank in comparison whereas this will allow you know a, a universal leaderboard which I think is definitely appealing and I think we've seen the success of that with CrossFit in doing these kind yeah. of standard workouts
3: And and I can tell you, we've had phenomenal communication with. I had a great call with CrossFit Mm -hmm. Mayhem two days Mm -hmm. ago, and as you know, up in Cookville, the famous hallowed ground of. I mean, Tennessee is.
2: Oh, absolutely! That's Gronings Gym, and that's where you know some big, big ballers come out of there.
3: So we've had some great talks with CrossFit, and really and truly, we are completely aligning ourselves we actually have a crossfit a box affiliate our first crossfit box affiliate we had we activated across our spartan Deca inside a town crossfit in in memphis tennessee arlington actually but okay. we really want to we um i'm sure there'll be some crossfitters that see us as a competitor but this is a phenomenal addition to what crossfit is That's doing sure. naturally naturally their members are going to score pretty well Mm -hmm. Um, but they're going to have the
2: equipment more standard than, than your typical gyms. I mean, you know, like you said, most uh, gyms, of course, are going to have, you know, wall balls and dumbbells and whatnot, but, you know, to find the ski ergs and stuff like that, that definitely lends itself more towards the CrossFit community. Yeah. And to give, again, as you
3: said, uh, earlier that to give any gym on the planet at any time, Mm -hmm. the ability to, to gamify and test for all their members and to create that healthy competition but what we've found is those 70 80 90 percent that i talked about earlier that has they've never been competitive up to this point right you'd be so surprised when we check out the deca the decafit hashtag it's like somebody yesterday i mean they were like 20th in their age group but they darn sure posted a picture of their leader yeah. shot because it's, it's exciting like, you know it's it's the same thing with spartan i mean the first thing we do is, like, where did I end up in my age group? You know, I can't wait to right. see the pictures. I, and, and these are people that were never, ever com- that – we're lucky if they've ever done a – if they may have never even done a local 5K before. Right, right. And now they're kind of getting that semi-competitive buzz, and it was only six months ago that they were nail-biting nervous when they snuck into the gym with their FitPro coach and did the Deck of Strong assessment for the very first time. And what it does is it creates a wonderful retention tool – for that gym, it's like, listen, this is not all about DECA, but periodically I want to be able to show you that this hard work that you've put in, this investment that you've, you've, you've been respecting your body the last three to six months, I'm going to be able to show you that we're moving the needle, and that becomes – well, here's what happens. Every good gym owner knows – Jared and I talk about it all the time in our onboarding calls – if you run a really good gym, your members consider it your, their second home. Oh, for that's, sure. That's their second home. You know that. I know that. And and that this gives them just a little more feather in their cap to to create that environment because it's nice to be able to show your members that you're you're, you're moving the needle ever now. And then again, a couple times a year have that big celebratory mm-hmm. fitness event inside your your, your brick and mortar facility.
2: So let's talk big picture. Do, will we see Spartan aligning with say one of the big box, big name gyms so that it becomes more of a easy access to everybody thing? Right
3: now, we are. It is the the mom and pops are the ones <laughs> banging down our door mm-hmm. in such a fun fashion right now. And I think what happens with big companies is a lot of times you see in all in all genres of business you see them. What's going on down here? Nobody really knows what's going on, but we're paying attention. And mm-hmm. now we're starting to see you – know, we're starting to have a few calls now with some with some big boxes, the ones that aren't severely hurting because some of them got hit really, really yeah. hard. Yeah, oh, for
2: sure. And they've
3: all pivoted, but we're now starting to have a few knock on our doors, and we're having some fun conversations with some of the, 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 the bigger uh, uh, okay. big box
2: gyms. So, <laughs> you know, let's, let's pivot back to what you had mentioned before, you know, breaking news, whatnot. So you guys are still planning – the big DECA events that we were anticipating happening this past year in 2021. Yes. It, Can you it's, give it's, us it's, it, more about that?
3: It's, it's, it's touched. I would have never thought that we would be approaching October and under a situation yeah. where we don't quite know, you know, mm-hmm. from the gym in the gym world, there's the majority of the country is at least semi open. So we're able right. to activate, but it's so unique. You know, with every one of these, um, for every company out there, if it's Spartan, if it's Savage, if it's all of us, it's you know you have to negotiate with with a site. And in our case, with our brand predominantly being indoors, you know we we we, we yeah. we've shown that we don't have to be indoors for we're not we're never going to be the, the the type of activation that puts up 20 pieces of equipment outdoors with the risk of weather you just can't do that but right. it can be outdoors but for the most part with us being indoors it's a, it it's it's it would be i would be talking out of line if i said oh we know we've got all these facilities locked down we got them because you really right. can't say that right now it's looking good but we don't know exactly where we'll be with indoor events 100% right. In 2021, but we have we definitely have uh, an aggressive plan to have 12 events, and because we know that's going to feed really really well. You know, we had 1,500 people signed up for for March 21st, Decca Denver, mm-hmm. and we had. If I showed you the list, Leah, of who we had coming to that event, it's one of the things that crushes me the most. We had the most insane level. I mean, we were 20 deep on the elite field, male and female. James that's Newberry exciting. was flying. James Newberry fifth at the games last year was Goodness. flying in from Australia to compete. But um, anyway, so we're, you know, we, we know that like if we had an event in South Florida right now, mm-hmm. we, we'd sell that sucker out because the, oh, every, time sure. we ha- every time we have an event, it sells out in, a, in two or three days at, at slash. And you, you know, you have to cap those at like a hundred, 150 with, with only a couple lines of equipment. We're doing an event this weekend in Knoxville with, with with uh, looks like we're gonna do three lines of equipment so you know mm-hmm. that's going to be at, at, at uh, d1 performance in knoxville but to answer your question yeah we you know we know that there's a, there's big and there's a it's important to periodically put on that that super bowl type uh, mm-hmm. event w- with all the
2: bells and,
3: and whistles and we're, we're excited about those
2: awesome well let's shift shift focus here briefly before i let you go and t- i want to touch touch with touch up touch on um OCR stars with you.
3: Yeah. And
2: and your opinion here as as a coach in the in the sport and you know seeing this kind of picking up some steam in in the community and you know obviously Hunters doing a really good job getting it out there and spreading the information we're seeing all kinds of people signing up for it. What are your thoughts? What do you how do you think it's going to go down?
3: You know, I love I love the way Hunter organized it and Hunter is what you know i try to be this person and i think i do a decent job <laughs> at it but hunt hunter takes it to a new level hunters i don't matthew know if McC-
2: we could bottle the energy of you and hunter combined like i think it would just like <laughs> blow the roof off of any building
3: <laughs> well matthew mcconaughey calls it localizing and hunter loves localizing as much or more than i even do he has you know he's one of the few people that probably has a network of just people in general than i do he just we both just love networking, and because of who he is, mm-hmm. he has a huge network, and I think he's been able – there's almost nobody that Hunter doesn't know or can't call, and that helps. When you're doing events like he's For doing, sure. you know, so I think he's, he's really collaborated with a lot of awesome people, and it's Hunter, and Hunter – man, I'm going to give him – I'm going to put him up on, on a pedestal right now. Mm-hmm. He's one of the few people, kind of like a Matthew McConaughey, when he is speaking – you stop what the effing hell you're doing. You pull your ass to the edge of the seat and you listen. Yeah. That's Hunter. That's Hunter. And and I still do that to this day. I no less than I did when I that first year when you're like, oh my god, this guy's wild and crazy. I love Who listening. is this
2: guy? Right. It's
3: you know it's still the same. And we're great friends. We talk literally every single day almost sometimes because we have so many projects going on. But right. We're oh my gosh, I can't share this totally, but there is something big. I'm talking <laughs> huge, Leah, in October. <laughs> Mind blowingly big that I can't October, tell
2: you anything
3: other, other than early to mid October. There's an event going down that a couple weeks after it happens, it's very hush hush. It is going to be like earth shatteringly awesome. The moment I'm able, I promise you, I'll, oh I'll, my I'll goodness. come on talk your about show about first.
2: I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> you let it's, me know when you can spill the beans. You, this have, is going like, to be this is arguably. I can tell
3: you nothing other than this. This is going to arguably be the greatest, well-rounded test of fitness the entire world has ever seen. And there is going to be a bunch of badasses there testing on the male and female side. And it's going to be epic. And there's going to be nothing come out of it. There's going to be nothing live going on about Uh it. It's going to be after the fact put together an amazing production and like bam let people see the epicness that happened and wow. so anyway that's all Goodness. i can tell you right now if i could tell you more you'd be the first person to know uh, but anyway so that's
2: october
3: that is happening in october yes and i just all got right. us way off track what the hell were we talking about hey, OCR it's stars. Good.
2: so that's <laughs> october and then we've got ocr stars kicking off in november yeah you know we've We've been getting little bit, you know, bites of information from from Hunter on various podcasts and posts, kind of, you know, letting people know what to expect. We know it's gonna be two running events. We know it's gonna be two fitness events. Yep. Um we know we're not gonna find out what they are until later on. I think it's fair to assume that there's gonna be a longer and a short running thing. Um, I think he even confirmed that on some podcast. Yep. Um and then, you know, the more intense physical stuff as a coach, you know, what are you telling your athletes to prepare for this? How how should they prepare?
3: Yeah. First off, I need to I need to redact a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I want to make sure all the listeners know that it's not something in October that Hunter and I are preparing, but OK, it's something that that uh, let's just say Spartan is 100 percent behind. So I'll leave it at that. So <laughs> as a coach with OCR stars, uh-huh, um the, the fun part about it is I have you know multiple we have multiple teams of Yancey camp uh, high level athletes. You know, you have to have a team of three males, team of three females. We have a couple mm-hmm. of awesome teams. We have some teams where some of our just age groupers and whatnot are, are building teams. but I, I like the way you know he Hunter did a good job of you know he hasn't released the exact strength events for the gym events, for example, but he's made it crystal right. clear that this like like decade it's going to be low barrier of adventure it's not going to be right. like you have to be a freaking cyborg spark like doing ninja, like crazy muscle and, ups and yeah. you know whatever so so that that's good he has released um, enough information you were on the zoom call the other day that I did when he's I asked yep. a specific question I was like okay what when he said Matt Centrowitz was going would be the best athlete to win one of the races I was like okay they're doing they're doing a mile <laughs> right you know, the, they're, they're doing That's a mile guess. run.
2: Yep. Yeah, I would I would if, guess the short one's going to be a mile time trial.
3: 1500 or a mile, which both of them are are wildly popular the sh- middle distance races. But mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing the mile because it's a little more popular. And you know I think I think he's going because it's OCR stars. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to work in things that are very grip and grip strength endurance specific for mm-hmm. to kind of create a little bit of that hey oCR athlete that's been training your grip strength all these years right? I've got something that's gonna gonna benefit you in a time where you can't go race very much unless you're heading out to these savage races or conquer the gauntlets um you know you're gonna be able to test your grip strength and and kind of gamify it and and, and compete so you know things like my guess is farmers carry and um he did give out you know we, you have to have a bar yep so i I'm thinking basic stuff like dead hangs, toe bar, stuff like that, very yep. very basic things, maybe some hand position changes, maybe um, but and and let's see let's see dumbbells and a twi- the, we had a of box. Course, the box the box and he for he was very crystal clear that it had to be those three, I think what
2: 18 yeah, 20 24 four, and 30
3: and 30. So, you know, that's that was interesting that uh, it had to be all all three um, so maybe I don't think he'll do box jumps because just like, just like in DECA, we do box jump or step up over because yep. box jump creates an insane barrier of entry for 99% of the
2: world. Well, and he did say that none of his movements are going to have any subjectivity to it. He he specifically said no burpees where people are going to be, you know, griping yep. about form or anything like that. So, you know, by Correct. taking out movements that require specific standards of, you know subjectiveness that also limits things down to you know I, I agree I think there's going to be step ups, um you know not so much of a jump per se.
3: hmm. Yeah I think it'll be pretty basic in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very very testable. You know you don't want to get for those gym workouts. You net what I learned. You know I purposely kept uh, the, the team and I purposely kept all of our deca deca open the six workouts. We, you want it when, when you have people submitting videos, you don't want a bunch of 20 minute videos. That's brutal. Right. You know, um, by the way, that was crazy. I think I probably watched a million hours of videos. Oh, and I counted, can't
2: even imagine that. I just counted a zillion reps. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. But, well, and then you have people who don't, you know, stop to think about that. You know, hey, I submitted my video. Where's my score? Where's my verification? And it's like, you got to realize the time it takes yeah. to review all this. Goodness. Yeah.
3: And we, we probably had to fail. 20, 30% and it's so hard to yeah. do, but I bet 20, 30% of people were not verified. But back to Hunter, I think you'll have, the reason I brought that up is I think you'll have mm-hmm. shorter type workouts, you know, mm-hmm. like max 10 to 15 minutes, probably even shorter than that. That's my gut feel for the two gym. Leave the, leave the endurance for the one long endurance run that doesn't have, right. to, be video, have to be videoed. So right. I Cause Java is going to do all that work for him. Yep. The interesting part of that is the um you know ga- gauging that people trying to sneak in a little more decent than 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 flat ground, you know, yeah. sometimes you can find a route that's uh has a little decent snuck in there, but of course that the amount of decent does sneak in. I don't remember reading anything about that, but I you know I think it's really great. I think the fact that um it's put together well, mm-hmm. if if you or I launched it, we wouldn't have had quite the buzz because it's Hunter, you know, and that's, so it's, I love what, I love what he's doing and we, uh, you know, immediately had probably over a hundred clients that were like, I want to do this. I was like, heck yeah, let's go, man. I want to, I can't, I, I, I posted on my stories the other day. It was so depressing. I'm rolling down through Training Peaks programming for athletes and it's like Jessica Lemon, freaking Alex Walker, Ryan Kent, Mm -hmm. all these I'm programmed with these people, and it's like I kept seeing because it's here. It is this week. I kept seeing Tahoe World Champs. Yeah, six days out, have five a days out, and it's like, it's like wait, wait,
2: wait, wait you, you got a race coming up, and then I would look over, like, oh my God, it's Tahoe, and it was that reminder yeah. of like, are you kidding me, Tahoe? Yeah, is now. we're supposed to be gearing up now. I mean, this is supposed to be the peak of of the season, and you know, luckily, I think we're seeing things starting to come back. But yeah. it's nowhere near what, you know, this this time of year is normally for our sport. Well, in three weeks, there's something going down that's
3: going to give you guys and gals a lot of fun content to watch. All right. however, we are weeks, excited. However many weeks after it airs or comes out, however the awesome ways that the media team decides to create the epic content around it. But uh-huh. you're going to be able to sit back. It's going to be Crack a beer, sit back on the couch, and let's enjoy the living heck out of this because it's going to be pure gold.
2: Well, I expect a message from you telling me I can talk now, and we're going to talk about it. (laughs)
3: All right. All right. Well, if I forget, you know how my ADD spaghetti brain works. (laughs) Feel free to bug me, my friend.
2: I will do that. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. I do want to do one more thing Jacob and I have started doing at the end of our podcast. We have started doing our community kudos segment where we, you know, pick somebody out to just give them a shout out, give them kudos and a good job for something that, you know, we think they did this week. Who would be your kudos for the week?
3: Oh, my gosh. Um, the very first thing that popped. So, so something good for the commu- OCR community or just somebody just random act of awesome kindness, period. Random act of awesome kindness. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, the this this doesn't the very first thing that came to mind mm-hmm. it made me made me cry this morning. This doesn't quite uh-huh. fit, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'll take um, it. R- Ryan Camp made a post, and I, you know his dad's not doing very well. Yes, he made a post. I'm gonna start crying just saying it. So Sarah is videoing, I don't know if you saw it, and he's, I did. he's walking up, and his dad, it takes his dad like a minute to get out of the car, and they just, mm-hmm. his dad is his freaking hero. He's an yeah. athlete because of his dad, and so they, they surprised his dad and flew in, and of course Sarah's pregnant, so you know grandparents are like, dude, they're in geek out mode when uh-huh. when, when the the son or daughter and and their husband or wife are are pregnant and having kids. That's like, oh my gosh, the best thing since sliced bread. So, so Sarah's there, she's pregnant and they get to go see his dad. And that was just like, that broke me. I was just in wonderful tears and I just cried again. I'm an emotional guy sometimes, but that's, (laughs) that's my random act of Sarah. We're getting on a plane right now. We're going to go see dad. And that just, that really lit me up and made me, I, I, I messaged my dad uh, right after I saw his post, so and I'm sure that inspired other people to oh, reach I'm out to people certain. that they love because you know we're not on this beautiful rock forever, and you really have to take in all the moments and when you have if it's a second or if it's five minutes or if it's a day, and you have the opportunity to really do a deep dive and serve those that that love you. And then are in your inner circle, man. You got to take the time to to just really engage, and because each day is a beautiful, beautiful day, if you really sit back and hit the pause button and look around and say, there is so much amazing, mm-hmm. you know, amazing thing, amazing stuff going on in our world. When we we're even in a, in a year that seems like the craziest year that you could ever have, think about it. We are still very, very blessed and have lots of wonderful opportunities For to, sure. to live a beautiful life. And so that Ryan Kent gets mine cause he lit up my day and I immediately started reaching out to other people in my world that I love. So there perfect,
2: you go. that's perfect. I appreciate it. Well, you have an awesome rest of your day. I really appreciate you taking the time and we will talk soon, my friend. All right, Leah, thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.
1: And we are back here with longtime friend, Dustin Webb, Midwest, you know, You've been all over the place, Dustin. Uh, why don't you give you a brief introduction about yourself here?
4: Sure. Thanks, Jake. Jacob, uh, Dustin Webb, uh, head coach and owner of Dust the Glory Fitness. Though I never raced under that moniker for a while, I've been racing uh, obstacle course races for uh, over seven years now. I think, uh, Bo Secker, you and I met many years ago. I think it was an Indiana uh, Spartan race uh, a long, long time ago, and you know we've connected ever ever since then, but I've uh, been all over uh, the country with various races and even the world uh traveling with uh, uh, Spartan and other other races uh race companies i almost wore I wasn't sure if this was gonna be video, so I almost wore a battle shirt a battle frog a shirt. <laughs> and uh just to reminisce some of the days and races that have come and gone uh since then hard charge I don't know if you remember them and all those oh my gosh, I never got to see a hard charge uh, but but I love it. I used to do, you know, I was in the army and didn't do much for many years after that. I've been out 20 years now and wanted to see if I still had the mojo and OCR really helped to light, re the fire, ignite the fire. And uh, most recently since 2020, uh, hit, there's this thing called Decafit. And that, that's yeah. really what uh, talk about that, that, uh, has energized my, uh, gym community in space, and even my own training. Uh, not, not just, uh, uh, my training but also to prepare for what uh, is ahead in the race season absolutely absolutely and i think you know i see so
1: many things going towards this deck of fit high rocks thing here in the next few years so first of all where
4: is dust to glory fitness located out of so dust to glory fitness located out of bloomington illinois here yeah. uh if you look at illinois A hand you know people in michigan might look at a hand you know turn their hand up right uh, illinois turns it down we're right smack dab in the middle Uh, Illinois, if you're familiar with Peoria. Uh, Another way to uh, think of Bloomington, we're equidistant from Chicago, Indianapolis, and St. Louis. So that's uh, kind of a selling point uh, of Bloomington uh, right there. We're not Bloomington, Indiana, but we're Bloomington, Illinois. Exactly. I'm Bloomington, Indiana. You're Bloomington,
1: Illinois. (laughs) Correct. I've got family over that way. And um, yeah, I'm just north of Bloomington, Indiana, maybe 45 minutes. So kind of Eastern-esque. Bloomington, Indiana is also in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah,
4: we're, we're famous for insurance companies and cornfields. There you go. Pretty much. It's it's pretty flat over your way. <laughs> okay. So,
1: anyway, we, we've known you for a long time. We've had a great time seeing a lot of the things on the course, and we've seen a lot of great races come and go. You have your own gym now, or a training facility, um, over there in Bloomington Normal. And like a lot of other gyms here recently, you've gotten on the Deca train here with our buddies with our buddy Yancey. So you've got some cool stuff coming up here October third. You've got a live event here at your facility. Um, it's it's the Deca Mile. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've seen some stuff about the Deca Mile and getting the mark. Why don't you break it down to us for a little bit how things are gonna go uh, October third for you guys?
4: Sure. So October third, it's the first official. On, on the DECA website, the first official DECA mile uh, that we did one in August. It was our based on our own gym, but this is, you can sign up live on the DECA fit website, DECA mile, yeah. what it's called. And, uh, you know, we all, you know, athletic, competitive environment. We always like to be out there, uh, a tra- blazing a trail. And, and we're the first official DECA mile uh, there, but also working with Yancey uh, putting on the very, very first DECA, kids event so it's going to be the same 10 zones and yancy i'm sure has explained it we can go through those 10 zones again but uh the 10 zones are the same exercises but the weight and the uh the weights are going to be different or the meters on the rower the skier uh or the calories on the bike will be a little less but outside of that that will be the same and but uh the the weights may not be uh, is not obviously they're not gonna be the same
1: Okay, so you guys are definitely doing like a scaled now version for kids. They're still going to have the running portions in between stuff, and same ten zones. Um,
4: dude, that's exciting.
1: Um,
4: yeah, I, I can walk you through the zones uh, if you want, real 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 quickly. Yeah. So the you know the lunges you're going to start out with the kids are going to start out with 22 pounds, uh, 22 pound ram. Uh, so okay. the uh, men is uh, 55 and, and the women are 33, but the, the kids we're just going to the kids. That's uh, 22 pound ram lunges, 15 each leg, alternating reverse lunges. Then zone two is the rower. It's going to be 250 meters, not 500 for okay. the adult. Uh, zone three is box jumps. They're still going to do the 24-inch box, but they can climb, step, jump, however they can get over that box, but okay. it's be the same number of reps as the adults. Uh, no. Zone It's going to be a 10-pound med ball, not a 20 or 14-pound med ball. Okay. Uh, zone five is skier. It's going to be 250 meters on the skier. Now, okay. uh, even that, so we do, we have several kids that train with us and they're going to be part of the event. 250 meters, as you know, for some people still is, is taxing. Uh, but that's it's it's a day. What we think the kids can do and, and they obviously not think they can do. And some of them can rock it. Then, uh, <laughs> so zone six, farmers carry, it's going to be 20 pounds per hand, so 40 pounds altogether. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're fresh, that's not too much at all, but zone six, by the time you get there, you'll start to feel that. Zone seven is the bike, uh, assault bike, and it's going to be 12 calories, not 25 calories for the adults.
1: All right, so half. You mm-hmm.
4: uh, know, half, right? We don't want to go to 12.5. We yeah. Hard. We'll just do 12 right on a the dot. Then uh, eight, it's going to be a 20 pound um, uh, slam ball that they will uh, uh, toss over their shoulders, so 20 pounds for the kids. And then uh, zone nine is the tank, which uh, is going to be a level one on the the selector setting. So it's neutral one, two, and three. The guys are three, the gals are two, and the kids are going to be one. Uh, And then zone 10 is the uh, coup de grace, or burpees. It's going to be 11-pound. It's the traditional orange Spartan ram uh, burpees, 11-pound ram burpees. So, man,
1: just seeing these kids push that tank like I've seen so many videos now of um, Ryan Kent out in Colorado pushing that thing up and down this hill and to see like these kids that are going to line up here on October 3rd for you guys and just be throwing down on this on that freaking
4: tank. I'm so stoked. Oh, it's it's awesome. We had two kids do it uh, at our first event and they were 13. They're 13 years old. Uh, one of who was my son and he did. The, they both did. Uh, There's a girl and, and a boy. Uh, they did uh, the adult version. So they, they rocked it as far as their Man. time you know, forty 48 minutes respectively. Uh, but they did the adult version of that. And we said, you know what, uh, they might be able to, to do it at that level, but let's put it something that's more of their caliber. And for others who may not be uh, necessarily in as fit a category, but something that they can earn their mark and do this as a family event. Oh, for sure. And
1: it's, you know, I, now being a parent myself, like I'm looking forward so much these days, where I can get Alex, and you know she's only eight months old right now, but eventually she's gonna get there to where she's gonna be like, yeah, man, I can push that. <laughs> yeah, and,
4: and you know, as a parent now, you can you start to envision what your kids can do, you want to you want to demonstrate and uh, lead by example in our training. Absolutely. program. Uh, in fact, probably a uh, half, if not not quite half of our uh, members for our training program, this, this six-week cycle, are parent-child or uh, parents and kids working out together. In fact, with the 2020 at-home case, we have two kids that are actually using our DecaFit program as their PE program. So that's it's uh, it's pretty neat to see them participate.
1: That's so wild that they can even put that in with like the e-learning stuff and use that as their. I'm gonna get on my aunt and uncle. So well, my aunt and uncle live there in Bloomington normal and be like, all right, bring bring Steve and Nicholas over to Dusty Glory and get them doing this deck a
4: <laughs> hey, sign Hey, sign them up. We have fifty one people signed up right now. We can cap it at uh-huh. seventy. Uh, so and that so kids wave the kids' wave is wave seven, but we still have slots available. Uh, we're really stoked about this because we have uh, we're getting trifecta medals made, Dust Glory Trifecta Medals. They're gonna have the deck strong, deck a mile, and deck fit. And you're going to be able to earn your first piece of that pie on October 3rd. That
1: is really cool. That is, and it's so good that you're doing stuff like that for the community around there. So so and now I've got to bring this up. How, how have you guys been holding up with COVID and everything this year with your
4: community there that you've got? Uh, it's been very resilient. I'll say that. So our, our community was understanding during the two-week and two-month uh, uh, shutdown. And we did all virtual kind of uh, Skype or Zoom. Uh, community touch points every week. In fact, we had them daily for a while, and we had different themes. Uh, doing well to to take, stay in, in touch. And now that we're able to get back out, we were outside, and then uh, limited to a certain number of people in the gym. And we're pretty much back to, to normal. Uh, yeah, we we've been talking yeah. to the guys up at HeartFit and everything, and some of
1: the stuff that they're doing in the Chicago area too. And it's it's just great to see right now without us being able to travel like we have been before. Um, just the community and how much like how important gyms like you guys have right now, and how how it's just important to bring that community
4: right back around and still keep things thriving. If we want to be, you know, in, in some ways a light to the community out there that this is a place to be. This is where uh, fitness and health uh, begin. You have to have that mindset. And I coach cross country and track as well. Uh, the gym, in some ways, is the new church. You have to think that you have to win in a mind. You can't defeat yourself before you get to the start line. And that's where Decafit uh, is, is pretty phenomenal because you're making your mark. It's it, Think of it like a physical. You're, some people don't want to, get, to go to the doctor because they're not sure what they're going to get. But you need to know where you're at. And that's exactly what Decafit provides is it's, a, it's your mark. It's your benchmark. And uh, you may uh, hope to improve over time, but you need to see where you're at every so often, whether it's six weeks, eight weeks, or uh, three months.
1: Well, and that's one of the things I love about the DecaFit model and kind of the standardization. So we've, we've talked before about like OCR and Spartan Race and things like that getting into the Olympics. I see something like the DecaFit or a Hirox getting in there far easier because it's so
4: standardized. Um, exactly. This is the decathlon for all ages. Uh, you yeah. Ten different. They're standardized. And uh, even just today, uh, DecaFit put out some training for all of our officials. So we we make sure that all of our officials – Know the standards, and uh, wasn't sure if this was going to be video or audio. So we have uh, a checklist for all of our officials. They they will shadow all the competitors and count the reps. As we all know, when we get tired, we're not exactly we can lose count pretty easily. Yeah. So someone's going to keep count for you, just like uh, CrossFit Open, or, as an example. And they'll shadow you, and we'll be able to record yeah. and have metrics of exactly when you entered and exited each yeah. station. And that provides valuable information on how to train.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is the thing I like about this. There are some, as far as like specialty equipment that you guys get, like a tank. How many tanks do you guys have? Right now, we have two of everything, so we can do two lanes. Okay, gotcha. Head to head competition. There's nothing prettier than head to head competition.
4: (laughs) Yeah, it starts out as head to head, uh, but it's designed so that uh, if someone's way ahead, we can send someone off uh, sooner. Uh, But that competition is a, it's a motivator, it's a driver. Uh, but I've oh, also sure. seen uh, yeah. some people don't like, they don't necessarily like that competition. And so it's a healthy balance within Fit. We want to make sure a you versus you event. And because it's so easy, a lot of us go into, okay. we want to see how we did compared to our competitors. That's natural, but we want to help people. Those who are hesitant uh, to do a OCR, for example, but even just getting yeah. in and doing basic exercises to say, this is for you. We want to see where you were at and to make your mark. And then that's the beauty of it. And that's, I think that you're absolutely
1: spot on here. It's like, here's a deck a day where you guys are all doing, doing your mark and putting your mark down, but then you can go back and replicate that really and practice on your, your weaknesses any day of the week there at your gym.
4: Correct. Correct. And that's the benefit of where we've had uh, our previous deck a mile event, having some of those metrics that we we obtained and, and knowing which zones uh, are going to really uh, hurt people or where they might slow down, and and help people train uh, for the event, but not just that, but knowing which ones are their metcon, their metabolic conditioning, or their strength, uh, it, it's it's it shows everyone they have certain strengths and weaknesses, and it's a it's an equalizer.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So okay, I'm I'm going to bring this out here because we both know. In the past, Spartan has been trying to kind of uh, – they've, they've been trying to get the, the distances down a little bit, saying, okay, sprints are going to be a 5K, supers going to be a 10K, et cetera, et cetera, where I think Decafit is just such a great line in the sand with Yancey. He's like, nope, this is going to be the weights, X. This is going to be the height, X. Boom, boom, boom. Um, I Do you think it's more approachable for somebody to go towards something like Decafit for the first time or jump out there into a sprint?
4: Uh, the, the whole, that's part of the reason DecaFit was created. was to help people who may not uh, have Sorry. a desire initially to get into Spartan or OCR, exactly. uh, mm-hmm. but they're already in a gym community. And when they see yeah, people it. train in this way, I can do that. Okay. If I can do DecaFit, then okay, I can well, possibly do a, uh, a DecaFit or a Spartan race. And it's just an entry-level uh, race for Spartan, in my opinion.
1: Agreed. But if you push it, you're going to gas yourself hard still. There's no question about that whatsoever.
4: <laughs> well, and that's that's why I created the uh, uh, DECA Fit trifecta for us is that DECA strong, there's no running, DECA mile, there's 160 meters between each event, and DECA fit is a 500 meters between each uh, event. So if you want to look at it, it's really a mini version of your Sprint Super and Beast, only with exercises. And having done some of these events on my own and with our gym, uh, for someone like me who's a runner or base, you know, runner's build, I like those runs between the events because I'm able to uh, get some rest in there and get back into and hit hit the uh, event pretty hard. Whereas Absolutely. someone who doesn't like that, they're able to beat me and the deck is strong because I don't have necessarily that rest or speed between the event.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The strong stuff's going to really guys like me too. I like that running. I love that taxing for me personally. So we just ran the Highlander assault. Um, got it was last weekend and it blew me away just how out of practice I am for some of that stuff right now. Like the transition between running just, and then jumping back into an obstacle. But man, it's, it's, it's still one of those things that OCR is just so different than that, than somebody going to a CrossFit workout and just plant like slamming wall balls and then jumping into pull-ups. It's just so it looks like a whole different beast.
4: Yeah, oh for sure.
1: So, okay, for for your gym like right now, what what are you personally if you're throwing down a deck a mile, what do you know you are going to be str- struggling on this week?
4: Uh, for myself? Yeah, for yourself. So for me, uh, like I said, I'm a runner, and I Um, like those metabolic uh, events. You can give me the rower or the skier again a day. Once I get to the dead ball over over the shoulder toss, that one really gets me. And then uh, the tank, uh, that that one is designed to kind of get people as well. Or, you know, to use the pun, uh, someone might be tanked by the time they actually get to zone nine. And (laughs) because – if you're fresh, level three isn't too bad the first couple times. Well, after you've spent all your energy to get to the zone nine, that uh, that level three five times down and back, is uh, it's, it's challenging. Uh, we saw that most people spent the majority of their time there at zone nine. Oh, man. Yeah, and that's uh, – just once you've
1: got all that lactic acid built up in your legs, I'm sure, and you've got that pump after the ski ergs and stuff, and you just jump
4: over there on the take, you're like, whoo. <laughs> Oh fine. Yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, that'll hit people. Just like if you've done a triathlon, uh, you'll be a little bit more conditioned for some of these uh, bricks, if you will. After uh, some of the events, you get off and you have a 160 meter run, you may not feel like running, uh, you may have to to jog or jog or, or walk. It's just a matter of knowing your strategy. Everybody goes into this with a with a plan, and I think Mike Tyson said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face, and uh <laughs> Decafit is, uh, in essence, uh, that punch in the face or punch in the gut. Uh, you know, having been around the racing circuit or in coaching, know, knowing enough that uh, you don't necessarily want to go out too strong, but you have to go fast enough to be able to have a good time uh, or a finishing time. Not necessarily you're having fun, a good time in that regard, but we all like a good uh, beatdown. Oh, absolutely.
1: And I think that's I think that's just like right now what any of us need more than anything in the world right now is just be reminded that, you know, okay, we're still good. We're still out here. We can get some work done. We can still get that beat down, even if it's in our backyard.
4: Yeah. And, and well, I'll say this, it may not be a backyard. This event I'm I'm super excited to, to say that we have people coming from all around the region. Oh really? Uh, Iowa, Indiana, Wisconsin, as far away as Green Bay. Uh I think Holy smokes, uh, that's great. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to Coach Nick Kip. I mean, he's up there in Green Bay. We're having people come down as far away from that, so we're reaching out not only just the local community, but broader region and in, in, in at large.
1: Oh, that's great, man. That's just phenomenal to see you guys thriving through all this. And you know, I can only imagine what it's going to look like. Uh, so I, I've been reading a ton right now, and I'm kind of on my uh, a reading kick. But it's I got done with the obstacles the way. And one of the things I love talking about it was. When you get done with, like, a recession or something that, like, just globally, like what we're looking at right now or, like, the Dust Bowl, how many different people during that didn't sit there and ho-hum but kept working and mm-hmm. how how amazingly profitable and how good things were on the other side of that time for them. And I, I think a Yancey doing this, because if there's one guy that I know that can hustle, it's Yancey. And anybody that he gets behind him, normally they're going to be hustling. T- <laughs>
4: I'm working three jobs right now, and I'm hustling mm-hmm. to earn, earn uh, capital to buy some of this equipment, right? Because this isn't cheap stuff. No, but, this is quality uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be DecaFit licensed, you have to have the equipment. You can't just have any sled. You just can't have any rower, any any bike, uh, even some of the boxes. You have to have some of the legit and uh, required equipment to be a uh, DecaFit affiliate. Okay, so that, sure. that's something you know, be aware of.
1: All Concept 2, I'm sure, for the rowers and the skiergs?
4: Uh, So the ergs actually could be Perform Better skiergs. Okay. You're allowed uh, Concept 2 or or Perform Better skiergs, uh, but you need to have a tank uh, for Zone 9, power system for, uh, I believe, uh, the box, and uh, dumbbells, though, can be pretty much any dumbbell. I do have to be uh, 60-pound and 40-pound. The rowers, Concept 2, and uh, the rams, obviously, are going to be Spartan rams. But... Uh, I was able to get a deal where I have personalized Spartan uh, logos uh, where my logo is on the Rams as well. Oh, that's fancy.
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome, Dustin. That's awesome. We are looking forward to your event here on the 3rd, and we're excited to see what all you guys are going to do. Uh, any shout-outs you want to give before we wrap this up?
4: Hey, I'd just like to give you know a shout-out here to uh, to Yancey and Jarrett, JC, as he's well-known in the uh, coaching community, for giving me the opportunity – uh, you know, ultimately Joe DeSena for giving the opportunity to to have this DecaFit affiliate an opportunity to to lead in this way. Uh, I may not be able to run a lot of the races that we went to this year, but this is a way for us to train and move forward. So if you're looking for a, a space here to train, not just uh, DecaFit, but uh, we do OCR uh, training as well uh, here in Bloomington, Illinois, uh, look up the Glory Fitness. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having your, us on here today, Dustin. All right. Anytime, Jacob. Uh, with the C can't uh, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Bud. All right, a kid's deck of
2: I know. How exciting does that sound?
1: I love the idea. Like, I think it's a great idea, and I think so. First of all, I didn't expect this year to kind of be. Well, nobody expected this
2: year. I say okay. I don't think
1: anybody expected, expected this, this
2: nonsense. Year.
1: But when we were, you know, about a year ago, we were kind of saying, okay, well, er, not even a year earlier this year, we are talking about like, okay, well, is Decafit just copying Hyrox?
2: Right, right.
1: Well,. And now Yancy's going the extra mile and doing these gym activations and getting it set up in a way that people can go and do the DECA mile or stuff just at their local gym.
2: Yeah. That's something
1: that Hyrox is not doing right now. Gym no. Gym affiliation.
2: No. I mean, I will say Hyrox is, is doing something. I mean, they're doing these little park workouts and whatnot. But to That's look great. at where DECA is now evolving, um, you know, I think – Originally, it's finding it its seen, niche, right? Exactly. I think originally it was seen as kind of like the bastard little stepchild of Spartan, where it was just kind of there but its own thing. And now it's there. Ain't no Spartan right own, now, right? It's standing on its own. And the, the possibilities. And talking to Yancey and hearing, you know, basically signing on all these different gyms, where you know anyone in you know Boise, Idaho, can go to their local gym and compete. Like it sounds. I mean, it's big goals, but it sounds really awesome.
1: Well, it's wise. You know, you get standardized equipment, mm-hmm. and that's been, like I talked to Dustin on his, standardization mm-hmm. is the, God, it is our nightmare in OCR.
2: Yeah, and well, it, it's the nightmare, but yet it's also where we're seeing things trending to. So I think this is just kind of setting the pace.
1: It's been coming. It's been coming mm-hmm. for a long time, yep. and we've, we've needed it for the longest time. How long should this rope climb be? What is,
3: right.
2: what
1: is proper procedure on a, on a dead hang? I even remember talking to some of the Spartan team years ago. Well, it was, it was mm-hmm. a few years ago, and they were talking about – they came to me asking for rule clarification.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, you guys posted this on this date. This is the base of it, and then you changed right. it this date. And then they're like, no, we didn't. And then I sent them the documentation. They're like, oh, well, you know, these things happen. Right. I was like, but the issue is it's being consistent.
2: Right. Absolutely. And that's the coolest thing about, you know, any of these things that we're talking about here is that you can test in Boise, Idaho, and you can test in Maine, and you can test in Florida, and a decamark is a decamark no matter where you go. And so there's definitely something really appealing about that to me.
1: Yep, it's it is consistency, and that's that's what we I feel as a sport need, but that's me. Um,
2: well, I mean, if you want to talk about any legitimacy and chance of actually being recognized in the Olympics or something similar, you know, you've got to have standardization. You got to build some consistency. Comparing a beast in California to a beast in Florida, it's just not the same thing.
1: Nope, not the same thing. It is not the same thing, and that's that's fine. Right. And even year to year, you can't compare your times. Cause, no,
2: not at all. Cause I mean, everything's changes, weather, conditions, terrain. I mean, everything. So exactly. this is just a really cool progression. And, you know, as a as a short course athlete, you know, this is this is my jam. So I'm I'm really excited to see this stuff taking off.
1: Absolutely. It's a great thing. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the evolution of this is going to look like in the next few years, because mm-hmm. I think there's. I think there's bringing there's thinking outside the box and there's thinking inside the box and oh, for this sure. could be a good thing for for both.
2: No, nope, I um, agree. I definitely agree. Well, I did on my piece with Yancey, I had him identify his community kudos. Um, what you got this week?
1: Okay. So um, this week I want to give it out to. You know, I honestly, this is going to be weird. I want to give it out to I've never had a conversation with the dude, Mm
2: -hmm. but I've got
1: to give him mad props, Leo Armada.
2: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: So, okay, So, first of all, your boy, Chris Balvin's joined the HeartFit squad now.
2: He did. He is a pro athlete frontliner. frontliner. Uh,
1: so, but we're pro-line Oak, so does that make us homies, or what does that make him?
2: <laughs> you know, the, the whole Oak and HeartFit thing, it's like, you know, brothers from another mother. These people, That's so you know, just, you know, support one another and love each other, and, you know, I, I'd say that makes y'all, you know, distant second cousins.
1: Okay, so anyway, Leo Armada, <laughs> if you know him, he had to pull himself From Highlander because he sliced his hand open on the side of the slide.
2: Okay, can can we just take a second, Leo? Don't do that again.
1: But these things happen, it happens. Everybody does, we do stupid shit sometimes. I guarantee you, we won't do that again. (laughs) Things happen. But he was still out there this weekend at the DOA and fucking crushing it and like playing through an injury and just fucking figuring it out. Man,
2: props. Mm Yep, props, props,
1: props, 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 props. I cannot, ah, good work, Leo, good, freaking way to hustle, because the DLA event is, they ain't messing around, and those guys up at HeartFit do not mess around. Nope,
2: nope, that is for sure.
1: (laughs) Ah, man, so anyway, kudos to you, just out there freaking hustling, getting shit done this week, um, good for you, bro, good for you, one of these days I'm going to actually have a conversation
2: with you. Oh my goodness. So along the same lines, I'm going to give my community kudos to also a superstar from this past weekend at DOA, um, Kelly Williams' daughter, Chloe. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Chloe, now nicknamed, officially given her alias of Clobot, um, Clobot, and I fully anticipate seeing that on a jersey coming up. Chloe is one of these kids that we are now seeing being raised within the sport of OCR. We are now reaching that, you know, that generation. Yeah. That generation of kids that has grown up with this as their sport. And Chloe has seen her mommy kick ass for years. I mean, y'all know my love for Kelly Um, kick ass for years. And Chloe has been growing and doing things on her own. And so she competed. I think she's, 12 I want to say maybe 11 she's I think she's 12 and... years old um but she's she's a kid and she competed in the open adult wave um at DOA um alongside grown-ass women she crushed it lifting the the, the adult weights killing obstacles that I personally have struggled with like mad super props to this kid super that's proud of her.
1: great that's great so congrats Chloe <laughs> um yeah so yeah. what's new? Like, what, what else <laughs> What else do we got going on here in in, in the world of OCR right now? Because re, realistically, this weekend, traditionally, last weekend was Tahoe.
2: Yep. And this weekend supposed to be Vermont, which has now been postponed. Yeah. Um, this past weekend, we had Savage down here in Georgia. Um, it was great, a great, great, great results course. There. You know, it always makes me giggle when people come down to Georgia and race, because I was the same way. When you I don't know, when you come to Georgia, you don't really think in your mind it's going to be difficult as far as terrain goes. You but got some hills down there. We got some hills. Let me tell y'all. It you all. And you guys makes are actually on
1: the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> we
2: are. I mean, the, the Appalachian Trail starts here. I have hiked mm-hmm. that path many times. Um, and so I don't know. Who peed in Lee's Cheerios when he was designing this course for Savage? I have ran Savage down here for four years, and I've like there was parts that we did this past weekend that holy moly, I had no idea was available on that property. He crushed it with course design.
1: That's good. That's great. So Ryan Woods took the big W there. Uh, yeah, beating out Force. local
2: favorite Yuri. Yep.
1: Yuri's the man. Uh, great guy, Yuri. Um, and then mm-hmm. following up behind that with Mark Batras on a little bit of a trip there. Yeah, it's interesting
2: it. to see these Spartan guys, which I've always wondered why Spartan pros haven't done more Savages, because quite frankly, they pay a hell of a lot more than Spartan does.
1: Savage pays well. Um, yeah. You know, they, they put on a good competition here on the East Coast. Um, mm-hmm. I Man, one of my goals is next year, finally getting back to some Savage races. Yeah, I really want to get back to some of those races.
2: They they just do a great job. There's You know, the evolution of obstacles has not stopped with COVID. COVID. We saw some new things coming out this year, um, some fun obstacles. It was, it was a good time.
1: Absolutely. And Savage has always done, I feel, Sam and his team there have always done a great job of innovating obstacles, mm-hmm. creating new stuff,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: being them.
2: And being like, available to their people. I mean, you go well, into that Savage group, so and big. Sam himself is right there personally responding to all these questions.
1: Exactly, and they're they're not like okay, let's not put on a twelve hour savage night event, or let's like, not like they did blitz, and they've got the regular race, and they call yep. it a day.
2: They know and what they do, they do it well, and they stick with it.
1: hmm yeah, Let's we'll make some crazy obstacles and call it a day. Yep. They've they've always had competition. It's it's always good for them. I I've always thought the world of Savage Race and their team mm-hmm. there. So Same. Sam, awesome awesome event this weekend. Um. So, yeah, I think that we've got Frontline coming up.
2: Right. Frontline coming up on I'm Halloween so day, pumped. October 31st. If you haven't already signed up to do so, please sign up. Use code BROCR, Save some money there. It is a very unique obstacle course race in that the Elite Wave does the entire race with a 20-pound weight vest, men it's and heavy. women. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's heavy. Sucks. It's cumbersome. Yep, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a just solid awkward because
1: it's a huge plate. Yeah, yep. it's I use that plate to train all the time and it's just awkward.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just so weird. Speaking of that, if you do come out and run the race and you are able to keep your vest, it is their version of the That's band, your vest. You get to take it home and keep it. And it's a good vest. We're not talking it's, about, still like, use it. you know, a cheapo thing. It's a legit weight vest. You have to give the plates back.
1: Yeah, um, it's a nice but you get to vest. keep the vest. It is a very nice vest. I love my freaking vest. I use it weekly. Um, mm-hmm. It is a smart piece of, you know, equipment.
2: Absolutely.
1: It, it's nice. Um, great people up there. Check out Frontline. Um, we're going to be probably pulling Ed here on in the next few weeks to talk about yep, that. Um, for sure. We've got a fun episode coming up here this next week, hopefully.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, um, we've got kind of some, I'm going to be talking to some people from the Yeti Challenge. Um, yeah. From the Yeti 100. Yeti hundred
2: people have who have a really
1: fun episode next week.
2: Yep. Who've given it a try. We'll flip the script we're talking about short stuff today. We'll talk about the long stuff next time.
1: Absolutely. Also this day, I want to go ahead and give everybody a heads up. Once again, Jesse Coomer's book that we had here last week. Yep. Um, it is out today.
2: Yep. It drops um, today. You can check, them out. check that York.
1: out. Great book. Great. I've, I've been talking to friends about Wim Hof method. Now and people are like, uh, jumping in an ice baths and stuff and just, mm-hmm. I love talking weird breathing stuff. And yesterday I finally got back to my practice. I'm happy. Oh, it's so good. Um, okay. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's good stuff. Check it out. Check out practical guide to breath work. Um, yeah. And I think I'm going to be on his podcast here in a few weeks. So I'll of course share that, share that link and do the normal on that. So without, Perfect. I think that's everything we've got this week. I did.
2: think that about covers it up.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, have fun in Tennessee this weekend <laughs> yep.
2: and hot dog land and I will report back.
1: Awesome. Until next week, I'm Jacob Bosecker
2: and I'm Leah Hensley. We'll catch you on the course. See you guys
0: this has been the bro cr supercast powered by bro cr media we always love reviews oh and shout outs too want to be on the review drop us a line we know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there but you choose to laugh with us for a while so thanks thank you no thank you thank you no thank you thank you thank you bye and thank you okay thank you bye-bye god bless bye-bye and bye-bye bye-bye and bye bye. Bye, bye everyone. And bye-bye. bye bye. Bye, bye bye bye.